What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. In 2020, the globe exploded with protest in response to the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota. One of those protests took place in Sumter, South Carolina in May of 2020, where Brittany Martin was a participant. She joined in some chanting, harmed no one, and destroyed no property. Now she's serving out a four-year sentence. Joining us to discuss is her husband, Eric Kennedy. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing all right, brother. How are you? I can't complain, sister. You know, taking it day by day. Day by day. Eric, thank... I want to start, I mean, we'll, we'll get to what happened to her, but I, w- I want to start uh, talking about Brittany before the arrest. What what kind of person is she? What kinds of activities was she engaged in? And let me tell you, my wife was a, a fun, loving woman. Uh, she uh, made it a purpose for herself. Like, she was like, you know, she was always self-conscious, like, you know, being for the people and fighting for the people and, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. And uh, so, you know, this right here just came natural to her. And, you know, with her uh, culinary background, being that she went to the Cordon Bleu, she always said, she said, babe, God, my the, the talent God gave me was to cook and to feed my people. And so that was her thing, you know, and like she was just she's a fun person to be around for real. Like you just have to be around her and just you feel her energy. You feel the love that she has for people. You know what I mean? So, and that's what, you know, made me, that's what attracted me to her. You know, just the love that she has for her people or just all people in general. You know what I mean? So that's where that is. And, uh, you know. She started you know, an organization, it, right? Called Mixed Sisters United. Is yes, she right? did. Yes, she did. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and- and and what what did that org do? Okay, so this was she was talking to me about it. She was like, "Baby, I want to set up an org. I want to I want to get an organization set up." So I'm like, "So okay, if you want to do that, so what is our mission statement? What are we going to uh, be providing? What services that we could provide or whatever?" And she was like, "Well, we both were in the cooking industry, so let's cook. Let's try to feed the people." So initially, her our first um, assignment was to try to work on the homelessness that was in Sumter, South Carolina at the time. And we were trying to uh, get us a shelter, um, you know, uh, get us a shelter. But what we were doing were we were going around every day um, and this was coming out of our pocket. Like we wouldn't get no funding or no one was, you know, helping us at the time. Uh, when we would go to like McDonald's or Wendy's or someplace like that, or sometimes she'd cook home cooked meals and we'd just go around and feed the homes. You know, um, I would go to Walmart and get them jackets and whatever things that they need to try to, you know, make their day a little bit better than what it, than the circumstances that they're in now, basically. How did the issue of police violence uh, come across her radar? It become a passion thing for her. Um, well, it, it started with her, um, her ex-husband and, um, he was, uh, her ex-husband's, uh, cousin. 
uh, he got shot and killed uh, by police in Sumter, South Carolina. And then uh, along with the uh, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd incident was going on, the Philando Steele, Philando Steele, I'm sorry. And, you know, all that was going on as well. And she was just like, baby, you know, I, I've had enough. I'm, I'm tired. It's time for us to take a stand. And, and, and you know, uh, people need to be accounted for uh, their wrongdoings if they're going to, um, you know, account the citizens for their wrongdoing, so should the police be accounted for for their wrongdoing. And just because they have a badge and, you know, um, our police officers doesn't give them the right to kill for free. Right. Kill so talk will. to me, talk to us about the, the day of the protest. What happened? Okay, so uh, it was like a two, three day thing. The, the first day, we all we were at the uh, Sumter County's police department. First day, everything was going well. It was very peaceful. Um, you know, we we protested right there in front of the police department. Um, even even the officers uh, even uh, joined in the protest. That's and that's why I like I'm looking. I'm I'm I'm, I'm baffled at what has transpired since then. Because uh, they were a part of our protest. They even, you know, they they was like, you know, hey, yeah, you're right. Someone needs, you know, what you guys are doing are admirable. We want to be a part of it. And so we was like, okay, say them wrong. That's that's what's up. So uh, the first day, what we did was uh, we had our main focus protest right there in front of um, Sumter County Police Department, and. Uh, then we said, well, hey, let's try, let's uh, let's move it. Let's let's try to rally around the uh, surrounding communities surrounding the police department, which was there was a, a neighborhood called uh, Crosswell um, that's right behind the police department. So we migrated over there. Um, police officers that was driving in their cars, they uh, blocked tra traffic off for us and everything. And, you know, no one got hurt. Uh, we just had people voicing their opinions and, and voicing their pains and struggles with said police department, you know, it, that, that, that was in our community that was policing our community. So that was that, uh, the next day, same thing. Um, we did the same exact thing the next day, you know, we had, uh, we fed the people, we fed the police officers, you know, had waters or whatever, you know, what have you, and things of that nature. And then the third and final day, we did the same exact thing. We started out in front of the police department, then we migrated behind the police department into the crossware area, and then we migrated back onto uh, Broad Street, which is Broad Street is like the main road in Sumter, South Carolina. It's like wherever you want to go, you're going to take Broad Street. So it's like a main road in Sumter, South Carolina. So we migrated back on Broad, went to a couple of convenience stores, you know, was everybody was in tune and 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 just, you know, happy. Like it wasn't it wasn't no malice. It wasn't no, you know, we was just like, yeah, we taking a stand and, and you know, enough is enough. And so, like, again, like I said, uh, the police department was out there with us. They were, you know, we had some people, some police officers, they was out there, you know, marching with us, had their signs, had, you know, and what have you, and things of that nature. 
And so all that came to a head. Now the fourth day, we get home, we, we, we're walking out of our home, our house is surrounded by police officers. We looking like, what, what's going on? They uh, took my wife and they said that they charged her with uh, inciting a riot and threatening officials, public officials, seven counts. And they took me in for reckless endangerment and what was this? Reckless endangerment and disturbing the peace. And me and my wife, we looking like, what the world? Hmm? When we did all that. So anyway, that took that that, that transpired. That 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 was when the that's when everything now we're in the Sumter's Sumter, South Carolina paper as uh radicals and um you know, nuisance to the community and things of that nature. But everything was just, you know, we was all one and it was all love, you know, for the past three days. You know, and I just, you know, I, I'm, you know, like I told her, I was like, that just seemed pretty baffling to me. You know what I'm saying? Because no one got hurt, like, as you, you know, read and saw from around the whole world, you know, people were, you know, like really going in, you know, um, tearing up things and, you know, just, you know, uh, throwing uh, model tiles or whatever, what have you. We didn't do any of that. You know, our protest was simply, it was really a peaceful protest uh, using our First Amendment right, you know, freedom of speech. But look where we are now. So I'm at the point to where I'm, I'm like, well, it's freedom of speech, but it's only freedom of speech for certain people. Mm. You know what I'm so saying? Since, and, yes. So I just, and, I, I'm... I just want to, no, no, I just want to push this forward a little bit because we only have a few minutes left. So she was convicted. She was sentenced to four years. She had y'all's child behind bars, correct? Yes, ma'am, she did. Yes, ma'am, she did. Blessing. Blessing Whitney Kennedy. She is now, uh, she just turned a year old, November 18th, 2022. I mean, 2023, I'm sorry. What has the impact been on, and also, I understand that while she was behind bars, one of her older sons uh, was killed. Uh, with that, she wasn't behind bars then okay. when our son was killed. Um, she was behind bars when they, you know, had the trial and, you know, had the verdict. Got it. What are the efforts to bring Brittany home and how can people get involved? Well, the efforts right now is, uh, you know, shouts out to Black Lives Matter Grassroot. Um, a special shout out to those ladies over there in that organization. Uh, they have been working diligently and, and so, oh my God, I just can't put it, pronounce it and put it in words of what they've done for us to try to get my wife home. Um, so right now, as an update, uh, we are right now in appeals. Um, her appeal is coming up pretty soon, hopefully. Uh, that's what I was told from her uh, about two days ago. Um, and if you guys want to get involved, you can. I can be reached at uh, 803-720-7926, or you can go to our, our website, uh, www.mixsisters.com. Uh, 
united.com or you can hit me on my email united at gmail.com um shouts out to black voters matter uh so organization based out in south carolina they also have been working diligently with us to try to get my wife home to fight this injustice um and uh shouts out to you guys for even having me on to speak my story and to you know let people know that yes there's injustice everywhere and that you know um and it's crazy you know as african-americans man we we seem to turn a blind eye you know what i mean like if it's not happening to me or anyone in my family oh man i ain't really too much pressed about it you understand what i'm saying and as african-americans as a as a community as a culture i think we need to do better you know what i'm saying uh as my mama and my grandma would say back in the day you know it takes a village to raise a you know a child or you know things of that nature i i feel like that as well as within our black community you know you know if we stick together and, and and just you know not turn our backs on each other maybe we'll be in a better situation maybe we'll be in a better predicament you know what i mean right eric kennedy i've got to leave it there but we will continue to follow this story thank you so much for joining us no thank you for, so much for having me and i appreciate it You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox 5. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam.